Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking Atlanta Hawks basketball playoff edition. (laughs) Um, Hawks went down to Miami, and uh, I'm sure if you're listening to the pod, you've watched the game. And uh, we're going to go through it, man. We're going to go through it. I'm here to let you know that uh, one game does a series not make. Uh, (laughs) You have uh, several more of these, so don't get too low with the lows and too highs with the highs. Uh, We're going to talk about it all today on the Hawksweet Podcast. But first, um, let's get rid of some housekeeping. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. And we are delighted to be the official Atlanta Hawks podcast of the network. Make sure you show them some love. Uh, Soaring Down South, the Players' Tribune, and Fan Sighted, some of the sites you may find our podcast embedded in. And uh, we're, we're grateful to the folks over there, man. They do great work. So make sure you check out the Minute Media podcast. Also, um, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawks Beat. That is how you get at us. Uh, our main source of uh, social media is Twitter. So go ahead and give us a follow there. 
and we'd love to correspond with you. I, I, that is actually one of my favorite favorite parts of doing the media thing, doing the podcasting thing, is interacting with you guys. Uh, I, I really enjoy when you guys catch me at the games. Be like, yo, and I, <laughs> it's funny. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, folks don't come up and be like, hey, what's up, E? Or like, what's up, E? Dub? Nah, it's always Hawksbeat. But I get it. I, I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. So, yeah, man, you see me at the game, holler at me, man. I, I, I enjoy chopping it up with you guys. It's really cool when I get a chance to meet you guys. So, uh, again, thanks for all the support. And, uh, yeah, man, holler at me. So, um, what else, what else, what else? Subscription. So, make sure whatever your platform you're listening on, um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever it is, make sure you subscribe to the pod and leave us a nice five star rating as a matter of fact you don't even gotta be nice don't even be nice to me just make sure you leave me five stars (laughs) but uh yeah that's how we get down with the get down man you guys know the drill uh talking about atlanta hawks loss to the miami heat i'm not gonna keep you guys long uh because i know traditionally (laughs) the listens go down after a loss but i'm gonna give you what i give you normally and we just gonna get through it. We're gonna move on to game two, man. You know, you don't get too high with the highs and too lows with the lows. Um, I think I have a little Trey Young sound uh to hear what he had to say after the game. So I'll try to get that for you a little bit later on. Uh I'll read your um your fan feedback that I got from social media. I'll read that in the next segment as well. But let's just take just a little look at the numbers. And I tell you what. It was not pretty. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all four quarters, but just from the outset, just from the outset, Trey won at 12, bogey 0 of 8. And, uh, man, that first quarter, they could not throw a fish in the ocean. <laughs> they were not hitting anything. And it was more than clear. It was more than clear that their legs were gone. Their legs were gone, and it didn't seem like they ever returned. <laughs> it didn't seem like they ever returned, and it was, and this isn't making excuses. This is just the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is you played two high intense games, do or die, do or die games, and you won both of them, you know, to get in. And then you got a turnaround of less than 48 hours to play a Miami Heat team that has been resting for about a week. So you get the dub on Friday night. You fly out. I believe the word on the street was they got to Miami around 3 a.m. You get there at 3 a.m. You know, I guess you try to rest or whatever, whatever you do. You know, I don't know if you're still wired, but 3 a.m., and then you got the game on Sunday, the very next day. So, and <laughs> to make it worse, you don't even have the 7.30 game or like the 9.30 game. Now, those are the West Coast times. They gave y'all the 1 o'clock game. So, that is a very, very extremely tough task before you even get into the fact that the Miami Heat are a really good basketball team. So... That was a lot to overcome. Um, seeing the way they performed today did not surprise me. It did not surprise me. It would have actually surprised me if they played better than this. But 
Um, I kind of figured that game one was going to be kind of like this. I kind of did. Um, so after, let me, let me do this. Let me get some Trey Young sound because I want to hear what he had. I want you guys to hear, uh, just a little bit about what he had to say after the game. Um, and again, stating the obvious isn't making excuses. I know a lot of people can be like, oh, man, the legs hate not. No, it's not an excuse, but it's a factor, right? So if I'm stating something that's a fact, it's not making excuses. Yes, they still didn't get the job done. Miami still had a good game plan. Miami was still more physical. They were good defensively, and you have to tip your cap to them. So I'm not excusing anything good that Miami did. Miami did everything that they were supposed to do. They defended home court. Duncan Robinson shot that thing. <laughs> I mean, eight pointer, eight three pointers. Uh, they were really good defensively. They had the scheme. They were physical. Kudos to Miami. So I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, he's not getting Miami." They props. Now, nah, kudos to Miami. They did what they had to do. But we're not finna overlook the fact that these this, this Hawks team came up in here not rested, not rested. So um, let me pull up that Trey Young clip. And let's hear a little bit about what he had to say after tonight's game. I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, we played less than 48 hours ago, one o'clock game. Um, I mean, having to win three games straight to really just get to this point, two on the road. Uh, I mean, you definitely feel, I mean, talking to a guy, you definitely feel the heavy legs, but you got to give them credit. They uh, came out aggressive. They were off, and they came out with a lot of energy, and they fed off the energy from the crowd, and uh, they made some shots, and they played. So you got to give them credit, too. They play the uh, switching defenses aggressively. Do you think there's anything you could do as a team to attack that better? Uh, we could have been. Um uh, I mean, they do a lot of switching. They do a lot of switching things up, too, not just switching. They do a lot of trapping. Um, I mean, so you got to be ready to, to really just read off of what they do. But they do a lot of different things in different times of the game. So it's not just switching. They do a lot of trapping and, and uh, things like that, too. They talked about the playoff intensity that, that, you know, taking it up another level. We saw that with you guys, especially that second half against Cleveland. What do you think that you guys need to bring intensity-wise for game two here? Uh, I mean, I, th- I think it's just it's – just part of the process. I mean, we've, uh, they got swept here last year in the playoffs. So, I mean, they come out with a different energy. I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of it. I mean, winning one game isn't the whole thing. So, uh, got to be ready for next game, be ready for game two, and uh, we will. So, here's the thing that I liked about what Trey said. Just really his demeanor, you know. He, he realized that, look, one game, this isn't just, you know, this isn't the end of the road. It's one game. You know, our legs were kind of heavy. Got to credit Chicago. I mean, not Chicago, Miami. But, like, you know, you, you, you get, we're going to get another shot at this. You know, you're going to get another shot at this. Here's what kind of gave me pause, though. Somebody mentioned about them being aggressive and physical. And they were so physical. And anybody know, knows playoff basketball, refs be swallowing those whistles. Like they be swallowing the whistles, Jack. They don't have to, you know, they don't they don't be calling fouls like they do in the regular season. A lot of folks were upset at um Kyle Lowry. There was one play of uh, <laughs> I think two or three people sent it to me. Like, yo, man, did you see Trey get hit in the head from from Kyle Lowry? I'ma tell you like this, man. Kyle Lowry's one of them dudes. I'm not gonna call him nasty, 
But if you call him nasty, I'm not going. I'm not going to fight you on it. He's just one of them players, man. It's just like how you accidentally always hitting people in the face with elbows. You know, he's like how you accidentally always falling on people where they can almost, you know, hurt their leg. And he had a couple of run-ins with Trey like that. And I, I, I want to speak to the physicality of the game in just a moment when I give you my three takeaways from the game. But they understood the assignment. They were physical. And the Hawks... Better get it together. You know, there's no Solomon Hill on this squad no more. Clint Capella's in street clothes. And if someone's if someone's taking a shot at your point guard, you can't let that fly. You can't let it fly. And I ain't going to say go to all 1980s on them. But listen, you can't let that fly, man. You can't let it fly. I asked you guys on Twitter, as I normally do, and I want to get into some fan feedback. Um... Just your thoughts on the game. Who was your MVP? And I also asked a bonus question. I asked, um, if you're the coach, what decisions or what changes do you make? Or do you make any changes? You know, um, do you kind of just stick with it? Or, you know, what are, what are your thoughts? You know, and how do you approach game two? And I got a couple responses. And the reason why I asked this is because I may not say a lot during the game sometimes on Twitter, but I'm very observant. I'm very observant of how the fan base reacts. And some, you know, so we all know some folks in the fan base just always kind of go over the over the top. You know, <laughs> it's just like, yo, man, it's a game. It's just sports, right? Um, and then I saw, you know, a couple of folks talking about Nate McMillan again. Like, okay, here we go again. Like, okay, let's get Nate McMillan up out of here. Didn't just last night, you know, just the other night, you know, we were praising him for getting the win, but they lose, so you know, we got new we Hawks need a new coach. But that's for another subject at another time. I'm not gonna go down that road. But I saw folks talking about Nate, and I was like, okay, this is this is your chance to sound off. If you follow me and you got a problem with Nate, let me know. If he's doing something wrong, what do you think he should be doing? Like, it's easy to criticize. It's easy to criticize a coach after a loss. But like, oh, you know, this, that, and the other. Okay, well, well, what does he need to do in your expert opinion? Sitting from your couch. <laughs> this man is, has been coaching longer than you have been alive. This man has forgotten more about coaching than you from your couch. And you swear, up and down, he's not a good coach. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But I wanted to see what folks had to say. You know, and and I got I got I got some responses from folks who who were not like, oh, we got to get Nate up out of here. Most of these folks that responded were just like, okay, I think that this is what they got to do. And I just want to go and uh, get some fan feedback real quick. So let's go to the Twitters again. <laughs> if you're on Twitter, follow us at Hawks Beat, and uh, we don't got no prize or nothing, but just give us a follow anyway. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Da, 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 da. Atlanta Hawks Sports Network on Twitter said this. I don't change many things. A few tweaks here or there, but I envision the same plan. I think they'll look at the film and figure out ways to adjust to how Miami's defending Trey. He looked confused at times, but I know he'll figure it out. Good answer. Sensible answer. You don't want to change too much. And listen, I, I, at this point in the game, this season, you've been doing something for 82 games. You're not going to make any major adjustment. Maybe maybe you make a defensive switch here or there, but 
you're not going to make too many major changes. My guy, uh, the real Ben Cohen on Twitter said, <laughs> he said, pray for Capella. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm definitely I'm, I'm definitely sure that uh, when Nate lays himself down to sleep and uh, gets on his knees, I am sure that he is going to say a prayer for Clint Capella as well, as, as we all will, right? <laughs> My guy, B. McCoy20 on Twitter says, I don't think you change much. I have to run more off-ball actions than typical because Miami switching on everything and basically boxing Trey makes things tough on him. Shooters can't hesitate because Miami scrambles so good. That extra pass probably won't be open unless they're snapping it. Yeah, you can't be out there hesitating. Because Miami's defense is fast, they got dudes that switch everything. So you may be swinging that thing to the to the, to to the edge, I mean to the corner, and think you're gonna have a wide open three. But you are gonna have Bam out of bail running out there for you, you know. And he got them speed, <laughs> that speed. So you're going to have to be decisive in your in your shot selection, uh, decisive decisive in your passing. And I, I think that's going to be critical. But I think that those are things that will come out in the film. So good thing for the Hawks is they have tomorrow off. And uh, I think they play on Tuesday. So uh, because you played early, you had the rest of today to rest. Um, I, I don't imagine they'll do too much stuff on their feet tomorrow. And hopefully uh, game set, game two on Tuesday, you'll have a little bit more energy. So Let's go and get some more fan feedback from Twitter. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, I asked. I asked. Uh, what are your thoughts, basically, on the game? And uh, let's see. Let's see. My guy Dewan Goodwin says it was good to see JC out there. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to hit on JC, and uh, it was good to see John Collins back out there again. Uh, had a fairly decent shot uh, stat sheet, uh, six of eight. Uh, let me see how many points he finished with. But uh, <clears throat> I, I was kind of surprised of how much playing time he did get. But, you know, I wasn't, you know, some folks were like, oh, man, got to get him out of there. He's playing too much, whatever, whatever. Like, I mean, I was cool with it. You know, I didn't really, you know, I didn't think too much of it. Ten points, four rebounds for the guy. Uh, let's see, 21 minutes, 21 minutes. So I imagine he's probably on maybe a 20 minute pitch count and he probably won't go over that. Well, they'll try to keep him around 20 minutes until he gets his conditioning up. But yeah, it was good to see Johnny C back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, John's such a likable guy. So I'm glad that he's back on the court and, uh, hopefully he can get back to, um, you know, where he was, where he was. So Let's do this. I want to take a brief pause and give my network a time to throw a commercial in there. So uh, if they uh, if they forget, like they sometimes do, <laughs> we love them anyway. Uh, if they don't throw a commercial in there, it'd just be a brief pause. But um, on the other side, I want to give you three takeaways from today's game. And again, it's just game one, but I've got three takeaways from today's game. And then uh, we'll be up out of here and we'll get ready for game two. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back, Hawks Beat Podcast. And I got three quick takeaways from today's game. <clears throat> We're just going to give those to you real quick, and uh, we'll be up out of here. But, um, again, thank you for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. Make sure you follow us on all of our platforms at Hawks Beat 
subscribe to the pod and leave us a nice five-star review. So three takeaways are this. My first takeaway is that, uh, where did it go? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Again, and I've already alluded to this one game doesn't make a series. And I, I know as a fan, if you're a fan, it's hard to lose. You you win and you lose, and it's tough to keep things in perspective sometimes. But it's just one game. It's just one game. I told some folks, look, there's no need to panic. <laughs> it's just one game. You know what I mean? So let's keep that in perspective. You know, just one game. And uh, I tell you what, if you can somehow pull out uh, a win in the next game, it's going to be very interesting. That that means you you'll get a split, you know, and uh, so there's so much basketball left. So that was the first takeaway. Number two, it was good to see JC back and getting uh, some up and down on the court. Man, it, it was just good to see him out there. And but uh, number two comes with a caveat, okay? And listen to me closely. Listen to me closely. Understand that what you see out there right now. Is not 100% JC. It's not. He's not. I mean, you don't miss that much time and come back 100%. Because this, like I always say, is not NBA 2K. You don't do that, you know. I suspect his shot won't be the same for a little bit, you know. Um, I think that hand is still going to be a little bit of an issue. I think it's to a point where he can play. But again, you're not getting 100% JC. The timing with Trey may be a little off. It was a little off today. He threw Trey threw a oop today, and it, the just timing was a little off. And the conditioning may be a factor. So, those are three things that you have to consider when you're thinking about what you expect from John Collins. Last takeaway is probably the most important. The most important. Listen to me closely. Punch. Or get punched. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Listen, folks were sending me stuff about Kyle Lowry and Trey and Trey getting hit in the face and stuff. And while it may be a foul that a referee didn't call, let me tell y'all something, man. It's the playoffs. This the playoffs. They not calling things like that. So either you gonna punch or you gonna get punched. And so I hope the Hawks can find some physicality because they need to understand that these refs ain't making those calls. And Miami's going to do everything they can get away with, plus more. Believe that. It's not the first time Trey's going to get hit in the face. Uh, our folks are going to accidentally fall at his knees. That's what they're going to do. So either you're going to get with the game, or you're going to get punched in the mouth. And so they got to they gotta have to come to, they have to have an understanding of what this is. And an understanding of what they need to do. It would be really nice to have a guy like Solomon Hill on your squad. (laughs) Shout out to Solo, you know. Uh, But you don't. But you got to get more physical, man. Got to get more physical. And uh, hopefully uh, in game two, when you have more energy, you can bring that physicality. So um, we all saw the numbers. We all saw what it was. We're not going to belabor that fact. But hopefully in game two. Uh, you can bring some better energy, and uh, you definitely going to need to be more physical. So um, I think that's about it, man. Next game is on Tuesday. They don't return home until Friday. So uh, 
got to gear up for game two, and we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll they'll, they'll tip it up, and we're gonna let the chips fall where they may. So thank you so much for checking out the Hawks beat, man. Thank you for uh, making us a part of your morning, afternoon, or evening. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the RTs and reshares and all that jazz as well. So, um, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.